0: It's been a lousy season. It's not just that the star players aren't hitting or that the pitchers are just getting absolutely rung up by the opposing team. It's the little things too. Base runners getting thrown out a lot and on silly plays. They're not tagging up, not paying attention when they lead off. The fielders, they're getting eaten up by ground balls, getting confused on who gets fly balls. It's bad out there. And what is it the announcers will say? They need to work on the fundamentals. In St. Louis, I mean, we're baseball fans here. We heard that a lot this last year. Let's hope we don't hear it again. But it's true. You let the basics go, the rest falls apart. I mean, it doesn't matter how great one person can hit home runs if you have other guys that can't catch a fly ball. What underlies anything must be strong. Athletes need a good grasp of the basics of their sport. You're going to be a pretty poor accountant if you cannot add or subtract. And a strong house needs a strong foundation or it all falls down. That last one is an image that Jesus used for a very well-known parable. I mean, this morning, we're not in a part of the Bible that you've never heard, most likely. As he's telling parables in Luke chapter 6, Jesus finishes up with one that brings up home building. And this is a parable that probably Jesus is drawing on his own personal history. Remember, he was a carpenter. Back in that day, when you think carpenter, don't think necessarily cabinetry or fine furniture. Think in terms of home building. Like hanging beams, not so much, you know, the proper, you know, making a drawer fit. So he would have had some experience with what it took to make a good house. And as he tells this story about home building, he draws a contrast. It's a contrast that's really easy for us to grasp. He says this, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock. And when a flood rose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. We've got two home builders here. Each one building a home, both of them choosing a different kind of foundation. And they get different results. This points to a real problem on our end. We got a problem, folks. And that problem is that foolish living leads us to ruin. Now, this parable opens with Jesus putting a question to his hearers. And when you're looking at the parables of Jesus, you really, really, really have to pay attention to what kicks it off. Sometimes it's an easy parable to understand. Sometimes it's difficult. But if you look at how Jesus gets into the story, this gives us a a strong clue as to what he's trying to get across to us. And he starts by saying, You call me Lord, but you don't do what I say. Now this is very early in the Gospel of Luke, but Jesus has been teaching for a while. You know, His ministry's been going on for more than a couple of weeks. People have been following him for an appreciable period of time. It's, sometimes, folks, it's really hard for us to understand what the timeline is like in a gospel because we only get bits and pieces. It's like trying to figure out what somebody's life is like you know, just by looking at a family photo album. There's a lot of things in between those pictures. And as John said in his gospel, you know, if I tried to write down everything Jesus did, the world couldn't contain the books. So what we've got are selections, little pictures, little slides of what Jesus said and what he did. So when we're looking at the Gospels, we think, man, this must have happened right after that. Well, maybe not. There could have been months in between. But this kind of tells us that people have been listening to Jesus, following him around, because he's healing people, he's doing amazing things, they want to be around him. And what they hear goes in one ear and out the other. Those of you teenagers who've raised them, you know how this works. And we've probably met Christians like this. They'll claim Christ, but they only have a superficial impact on their life. You know, the teachings of Christ, you know, they'll say, oh, I'm a Christian. You wouldn't know if they didn't advertise it. They'll wear a cross and cheat on their spouse. They'll talk about going to church, but defraud their employees or their employers. They throw out all kinds of comments about being Christian, but are full of gossip and venom for others. They're just nasty folks. This has always been an issue. Those who claim to follow God have a disconnect between the claims and the actions, and we call this hypocrisy. You claim one thing, you do another. But here's the thing, though. It's not a matter of failing to be perfect. It's a matter of failing to even try. The Gospels never, never once assume that we're going to follow Jesus perfectly. That when Jesus tells us something, when we, when we learn from him, that we're going to put it to work and we're never going to get it wrong. That is not the assumption, We're not talking about making an effort and messing up. We're talking about not even trying. And part of this parable is about this type of person. (coughs) What happens if you build a house with no foundation? You just start nailing boards together and stand them up on some loose soil or sand. Probably not going to stand for long, is it? A home with a poor foundation, friends, is a structure that is destined for ruin. And this is something, we teach this parable to children. Any of you ever here, or even maybe in junior church years ago, sing the song about this one? The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. Yeah, I see a few of you. Yeah, working. Do you remember the, the little, uh, you know, building... I've, I've never actually seen, you know, contractors do this, but, you know. <clears throat> but if you build a house with a poor foundation, sooner or later, well, you remember the song, the rains come down, the floods came up, rains come down, flo-. and the house on the sand went Yeah, good, good, went splat. Yeah, they got it in the first service too. That's what happens if you have a house with no foundation. It will not stand. This house didn't survive any kind of trouble, the slightest one, and it came crashing down. And if you own a house, that is a big fear, foundation problems. And it's a fear because number one, they're really expensive. I don't think a foundation repair company has ever sent out an estimator who said, wow, this is going to be cheap. And the other thing is, it's not just expensive, you have to fix it. If you don't fix it, your entire investment in the house is going away. If you don't do it, your house is going to collapse, slide down the hill, catch fire, and sink into the swamp. Guaranteed. What Jesus is saying is that a life that is lived without consideration for Jesus' words is one like a house without a foundation. And it's not just enough to hear, we have to do it. The the interesting thing here, Jesus is not talking about people who have not heard his words. Yeah, they're not going to be in real good shape either. He's talking to people who had heard. Again, what's he start off with? You listen to me, but you don't do what I say. We have to do. You can be very good at reciting the teachings of Jesus, but if you don't practice them, friends, you're a house without a foundation. You're destined for ruin. It's all going to go wrong sooner or later. Life has troubles. Everybody experiences them in some way. I mean, that is a fact. Everybody's going to have trouble. There's going to be problems. We may experience different kinds of problems, but we're all going to have problems. That is a guarantee in life. Wow, preacher's being happy this morning. What are you talking about? How we're all going to have problems? I tell you, some of our hymns probably ought to be done more like blues music. Because well, that's how it is sometimes. We are going to have problems, and those with a poor foundation will have a much harder time. We've just come through that pandemic, and I talked to several counselors as things were going on, as things were wrapping up, and said, how's it going? You know, what, what are you finding as you talk to people? Every last one I talked to said the same thing. They say, well, I've counseled people who had a strong faith. I've counseled people who had no faith. And everything in between. And they say, the people with a strong faith, every last one of them, has weathered it better than those with none. I mean, the whole pandemic thing shook us to our core. We hadn't dealt with this before. And those who did not have a hope in God... Folks, they had a much harder time. If you just look at the teachings of Jesus, you just consider them for a moment. What does he teach us to do? To treat others as we wish to be treated? To cherish and value our spouse? to, To seek God? To be humble? To be honest? So on and so forth. Friends, these are teachings we ignore at our peril. Because if we treat others poorly while demanding good treatment, we treat our spouse poorly, we're not, we are dishonest, we're prideful, folks, we're setting ourselves up for a fall. If we only hear Jesus but do not obey him, we are going to find ruin. And I'm not just talking about ruin in this life, I'm talking about the next. These are things that we will do at the cost of our own souls. Not just talking about, well, you do this, it'll end up, you'll end up with 10 years in the clink. These are things that will put you in extreme danger of eternal punishment. It's a problem now, it's a problem later. And if we live foolishly, friends, we are guaranteed ruin. And foolish living is what we are doing if we don't do what Jesus says. But that problem of foolish living, friends, it's got a solution. Obedience will lead us to resilience. You see, ruin does not have to be our destiny. It doesn't have to be like that. Jesus offers a way out. Going back to the parable, Jesus speaks of a man who, builds a, who establishes a strong foundation on the rock. He digs down, puts it in, you know, makes sure it's good on the bedrock. And, you know, that's what we try to do when we build homes, isn't it? To get them down, establish a good foundation. You see them building, you know, overpasses and bridges. They get out the pile driver and wham, wham, wham. Because they're trying to get those pilings all the way down to the rock. You put your foundation on bedrock, it is nice, it is solid, there is no shifting ground. And he says, this guy, the wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. Well, what happened? We all got problems, don't we? Well, the rain comes down, the floods come up. And the house upon the rock stood, what? Exactly. Yeah, this is not a hard parable to grasp here. not, Not a difficult one. Some days, friends, we do get to go through easy mode. If our foundation is in Christ, if we truly build off of him, if we really do obey what he says, the troubles of life will have a much more difficult time destroying us. If we treated others well, if we valued and been faithful to our spouse, if we really do seek God earnestly and obey Him, I mean, it is harder for life's troubles to get to us. You know, if you, if you have been faithful to your spouse, you don't really worry about, well, what if it comes out? If What comes out? If they find out I love my wife? Go ahead, tell the world. That's fine with me. Not saying those things can't happen. Uh, what is it we say sometimes? No good deed goes unpunished. I didn't remember that one first service. I told you I'd remember it in the second. <laughs> like I told them in first service, they're practice. We find out what works and what doesn't. Sometimes things will happen to us, but I tell you what, not much of a fisherman, but I know if you're going to fish and expect to catch anything, you got to use bait. If there's no bait on that line, no fish is coming up. If you don't chum the waters, you're not going to get a bunch of sharks. If you don't do a lot of bad stuff, it's going to be a lot harder for it to come back on you. Sometimes things can happen, but if you haven't done wrong, the consequences for not doing wrong, you know, it's not going to happen. And we can hear Jesus all we want, friends. But hearing has to burst forth into action. He's talking to people who'd heard him. And it's fine to hear. We need to hear. But if we listen but don't do, that will give us that weak foundation that creates ruin. One of the classic movies, Ghostbusters. Remember that one? You know, at one point, Ray and Winston are driving in the car. Winston says, you know, I like Jesus' style. And we think, oh, that's nice. He likes Jesus. Friends, there's a lot you can like Jesus' style just fine, but if you don't do what Jesus says, I don't care how much you like his style, it will do you no good. But if we listen and do, it will lead to a strong foundation, a strong life, a, str- a great eternity. Because it's not enough to claim Christ, we have to follow Christ. This true resilience in the face of life's struggles, it comes from a relationship with Jesus, with being secure in his promises. A relationship that's built on obedience. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll do what I say. It's not just enough to know about him. We can learn all we want, but if we don't do it, what's the point? Because I tell you, there's one in this world who knows exactly who Jesus is. Knows full well he is the Son of God. Knows without a doubt what happened upon the cross. Knows completely and in his bones what is coming. You know the name of that one? His name's Satan. You ever think about that? Satan has absolutely no doubt who Jesus is. Even Satan's demons, when Jesus is casting them out, they knew who he was. They didn't have to have faith, they knew. But they're disobedient. And if you believe Jesus, but do not obey him, congratulations, you have the exact same faith as Satan and his demons. How far do you think you're going to get with that? It's not going to work. But when we follow Christ, then we have a strong life. We've added the thing we need. We will be okay in this world and in the next. Yeah, we do need to hear the words of Jesus. See, Jesus here, he's not critiquing listening. What he's critiquing is listening and stopping there. Only doing step one. And If we don't hear what he says, if we don't know what he says, it is hard for us to do what he says, isn't it? You don't have the instructions, you can't follow them. But having heard, we need to obey to put his teachings to work in us. What Jesus is saying here is we need to make him the foundation of our life. That's really what we're supposed to do. We need that strong foundation. You don't have a strong foundation, you're going to have problems. Not that far from here, there's a neighborhood. In that neighborhood, there were just a few houses where the drainage was not good going around it. And as over the years... It's undercut the homes, they start sliding down the hill, and if your house's foundation has washed away and you're sliding down the hill, this is what we homeowners call a problem. It's not good, ruin the house. Friends, if we don't have that foundation of Jesus and of the knowledge of him, of obedience to him, we are destined for ruin. So to lay that foundation, we first do have to hear what Jesus says. We've got to listen. That's step one. And Jesus is saying, look, you folks have done step one and stopped. That's not enough. Any of you ever put together Ikea furniture? No? Yeah, see a few nods, you know, the good old flat pack. If you've never been to Ikea, it's worth the time. You know, yeah, once, yeah, go down there, take a lot of, make sure you got a lot of time and maybe even a little GPS and some breadcrumbs because you go in there and it's a maze. I don't mean amazing, I mean a maze. They send you all through this giant building, then you get the stuff, you, you check out, you take it home and you start assembling it with the little stupid Allen Ranch. Oh yeah, you know who's done it, just who's laughing now. What happens if you do step one and stop? You have no bookshelf. You've got a bunch of pieces and somebody's saying, when are you going to finish it? No, you have to carry it to completion. We need to hear. We have to pay attention. And then we do what Jesus says. We hear it and we do it. Simple, two steps to take what we've learned and put it into action. Now, it's not always easy. It's not always going to be successful. We are imperfect. There is not one single perfect person in this building. There's not one perfect person in this state. No perfect people in this nation, folks. There is not one perfect person on this earth right now. There's been exactly one perfect person, and he's currently sitting at the right hand of God. The rest of us, We can be hit and miss. But we do have to obey. It's a needed step. And when we obey him, friends, we lay claim to his promises. We find that firm foundation. We look forward to a strong foundation in this world and in the world that's going to come. Because, friends, there's going to be problems. Guaranteed, you will not find a life without trouble. It'd be nice. Won't happen. What's going to happen to you when they come? When the rain comes down and the floods come up, will your life stand firm? That depends on your foundation. That depends on whether you are hearing and doing We've got that good foundation, friends. We will stand in that day. And then for eternity, we will stand in his presence. Stand with me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for what you've done for us in Christ. We praise you for, Father, you have given us your son. You have forgiven us. You have shown us the way. Lord, help us to make that strong foundation for our lives. Help us to follow your son, not just to hear, but to do. And in obeying, Lord, we show our love for you. We pray this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.